Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Beard Law number six. A beard does not have an off switch. It's constantly turning people on. What's up, everybody? I'm Matt from Beard Law's podcast. This is episode six. Thanks for coming back. You made it through the first five, hopefully. On to six. I'm excited for this episode. We've got a big interview coming up with a hilarious, very popular TikTok creator. Excited for that. Going to give a Beard Law's donation update. Let you guys know where I'm at with donations to the Cancer Center to replace all the TVs. The Richard E. Winter Cancer Center. I had an Amazon Live gig a couple days ago. I want to talk about it. I want to let you guys know how it went, what it was all about, and what product I reviewed and was live for. Also going to do sports with Logan. You're in my thoughts by Logan. And as always, the beer news, featured beer of the day. Guys, I'm excited. This is going to be a great episode. Hope you guys are ready. Grab a beer. Grab a water. Grab whatever it is. Some wine. I don't care. Grab something. Or if you're driving, you probably should skip all the alcohol. Just focus in to the episode. Let's get it going. Had the pleasure of speaking with Rebel the Scum from TikTok. What an amazing, hilarious dude. So let's get right into the interview. The man known to the TikTok world is Rebel the Scum, the big, beautiful, mullet-wearing man who has been given tips about eating pussy and sex advice from way back in the day. The man that has a camera in his fridge that he real talks to. A man that is all about the troops. A man who has influenced the TikTok community in such a positive, yet sexual kind of way. A man who really doesn't even need an introduction, but... Fuck it. Here it is. My man, Rebel the Scum, everybody. <laughs> I, I love it, it I love it, man. That was legit. <laughs> My real talk in the fridge, man. And I mean, the funny if... part is about the fridge thing, everybody, I've noticed like a lot of people on TikTok started picking that up and kind of doing their, like, like using their, their truck or something like that with it. Yep. Back on Vine, when I did this on Vine, 
Um, and I wasn't, I didn't have near a big following on Vine. I think I had like 8,000 or something. And um, there was a guy that used to do it from like his pantry. Like he would open his pantry and come in there and like do something and then like walk back out. And then um, uh, the regulators, Bobby, Bobby, the regular, the white guy on the regulators, me and him yep. go back to Vine. Me and him have been good friends. I've been out to North Carolina to hang out with him. You know, we he's helped me through a bunch of shit and I've helped him. Um, he did one with the pantry and I was like, oh yeah, that's what dude used to do that. And I was like, I'm gonna do this in the fridge. And I did it one time. Time and it kind of just kicked off. Everybody's like, "Why are you in the fridge? Why like, the fuck am I not?" It's, it's a fun way to do. Yeah, it's a fun yeah. fucking way to deliver content, right? You know. And so I kind of went with it, and then I love seeing people kind of kick off with it, you know. And everybody's kind of doing their own thing with it now. You look at the doors and whatnot. Yeah, I just talking to somebody the other day. I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm pretty sure Rebel was the first one that brought that shit to TikTok. It's spreading like herpes. It's uh, it's pretty sweet to see that." But as you mentioned, Vine, I mean, you're you're kind of one of the OGs in this kind of game. What made you get into TikTok? Honestly, I had a friend of mine. Um, we were hanging out one day, and she was scrolling through it, and she was like, I was like, what the hell are you looking at? You know, she's like, it's TikTok. She's like, it's kind of like Vine, but they do, like, lip syncing and stuff on it. You should do your, you know, your shit you used to do on Vine on there. And I was like, okay, I'll check it out. So about this time last year, actually, I downloaded it and didn't really do a lot on it. I kind of did some duets like everybody else does and kind of got a feel for everything. And um, one day, I think it was like late January, February this year, I kind of just went with it and started doing my comedy shit again. Slowly started gaining traction. And then I think March, I remember March 10th, because I had done that announcement where I was like, you know, if I get to 10K by the end of March, I'll tell everybody why I don't have sex with dogs in the house anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody really wanted to hear that story. And I've had to tell that story like seven times now. (laughs) Um, I hit 10K on March 10th. And so I think now it's at like 160 something and we're in, you know, beginning of October. Yeah, it's awesome. So, yeah, it happened real quick. But I I did, man. I just got in it to do that. And like, I I just, I love doing the comedy, man. Like I love and it's so funny to me. People will message me and be like, or comment, oh, I used your audio. I hope that's okay. Like, hell yeah, man. That's what this is for. Yeah, like, that's the whole point of me doing this, you know, is to give you all something to do, you know, because, yeah. you know, there's some people that, you know, create the content, and then there's other people that, like, just like doing the audios. They like doing, you know, that kind of stuff, and I like I like putting that kind of stuff on there. Absolutely. You and know? is it still fun? You still having a great time? Like, is it still something you just fucking love doing? I, I Yeah, man, entirely. I, um, it, like I was saying earlier, I it is something I love to do. Comedy is something I'm really passionate about. It's about the only thing I've ever been really good at <laughs> and uh so i'm kind of getting into doing it a lot more uh things like that like hell coming on doing this and i've had i mean it's really weird like i'll be walking somewhere and i was leaving a concert a few months ago and some girl like chased me down and i was like oh my god what's happening and she's like wait are you the tiktok guy and i was another girl from tiktok was there with me and she's like yeah he is and i was like damn it <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I am. can i get a picture please <laughs> And that stuff's still kind of weird to me, that me telling jokes about eating ass and pussy is like, you know, everybody wants a picture with that guy. (laughs) Yeah, right? And it is cool, but it's also one of those things, kind of like, like with the merch and everything coming out, everybody was on my ass for so long. Like, man, you need to do merch. You need to do this, or you need to do this. I pay for this. And in my head, I'm like, bro, I just, I like, I get bored and I say stupid shit for fun, you know, because I'm a little twisted in the head. And it's and the stuff crazy. you say is the stuff that actually you let come out of your brain. If you're a lot like me, the right. 
actually still in there is pretty fucked up. Right, right. Yeah, there's some things I'm like, you know, I shouldn't say that. Like, I'm going to keep that one to myself. I'm going to let that simmer for a little bit and figure out a better way. Maybe that one goes on the podcast and not the TikTok. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get on the podcast and shit like that whenever I get around to doing that. But uh, like a lot of it, like, man, I got, you know, my notes on my phone. I'll like, I'll think of something and I'm like, man, that'd be funny, but I don't know how it's funny yet. Yeah. And I'll write it down. Like, I'll save a note and I'm like, eventually that's going to be funny, man. I've had some, some of the bits I've done where I've actually put like two or three things together. Like I'll look through my notes and I'll be like, Oh, I can tie, you know, I can put this with this and make it into this. Yeah. And so I try to do it that way, but, it is, man. It's it's fun and it's crazy. It is, I, I truly just enjoy doing it, man. I like, you know, doing my reshoots, trying to get those videos right in the fridge. My Varsity Blues video, everybody knows that one. That one took oh, yeah. me like 47 times to get right. Uh, <laughs> and a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of work that content creation is put into these. Even if it could be a 15, 30 second video, it could take you an hour. It could take you two. You know what I mean? There's a lot to it. Right. And there is. And that's kind of like where I'm getting now where, like I said, people are like, oh God, I would pay for that. Or I would do this. And like, like I said, me putting out shirts and I'm like, y'all want to pay money for this? And it just blows my mind that people enjoy what I say and do so much that they want to pay me to keep doing it. I mean, like, you know, you, you're a blue collar fuck. You worked a blue collar job your whole life. And you're like, oh, this is just life. You know, I got to fucking do this. And like, it's okay. I guess what I'm very poor to you out of you know your content's great obviously I'm a big fan I've done your audios and I'm just glad that you haven't kind of got that TikTok funk it seems like everybody whether they're very popular everybody seems to go through that that weird little TikTok funk because it's kind of a weird fucking place there's a lot of weird shit that goes down in there and you know what I mean some of the people I know I've had some like stalking type people see uh, people just I don't know man like this is for fun you know what I mean like this is where I where it's people everybody you got the cringe pages on Facebook and all this crap and i'm like dude this is literally most people know it's cringy as fuck when you post something when you post an audio or a stupid video it's just to let loose man it's to let loose it's to meet good people man even from back on vine man i've got friends people i've known from vine and that would that ended 2014 that i've you know i've talked to since then that I keep up with on a regular basis, you know, and, and it's, it's good to meet people. It's good to meet different people. You know, it's a wonderful thing about the internet is you can put your interests out there and there's other people all over the place. They're like, Oh yeah, fuck. Yeah. Like I believe in that or like, hell yeah, I do that. And then you're like, Oh, I'm not a fucking weirdo, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, you, and you're meeting people with similar interests and I've met some amazing people, you know what I mean? Yourself, some probably at least 20 to 40, just amazing people. That's probably low. And I've met some really shitty people, but it's easy to phase them out just kind of with life, you know? Right. Right. Just like anything else, you know, you just, you got to phase them out. Like you said, you got to phase the bad ones out and keep the good ones around. And that's the beautiful thing about it. And, and it is, it's a lot of fun. I try to stay out of that funk. It's been a little bit of a funk lately. You know, life's kind of creeping up on me right now. So I've been kind of preoccupied with a bunch of stuff, but I feel you there, you know, I, yeah, man, you know, bills and everything else. And I'm trying yep. to just keep everything balanced as well as revel the scum pushing forward to where people clearly want it to go. And accepting the fact that, you know, getting paid to do this that you love to do that everybody loves is not a bad thing. No, it's a great, you know, that was, and it is, but it was always part of me was always like, you know, I do this because I love it. Yep. Like I do, I really want to take money from people and, you know, I'm helping them this or I'm doing this. And I'm like, do I really want to be that person? And then at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I guess what I'm passionate about It's what I love to do. I guess, and it's, it's 
it's effortless for me to just like, you know, go to somebody like, Hey, you want to go out? Like I had a friend of mine one time. She was like, Hey, it's my birthday party. I told my whole family you're the life of the party. So you need to be here. And I was like, okay, that's pressure, but sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's go. You know, and you get there and it ended up being a great time. And it's just, I'm trying to, trying to get these things rolling so I can devote more time to doing more comedy, maybe get oh, yeah. like, a, maybe get like an actual stand up skit going on. Yeah. Um, things I've been considering. And uh, so I'm trying to get those things in motion, man. That old saying, what is it? If you uh, if you do what you love, it's not work or whatever the hell it is. And Right, right. And it is. And it's just, man, and part of me's got this, this you know, I'm, I'm 29 years old. And I'm like, do I really want to be the guy that's 29 trying to chase a comedy dream? You know, it's kind of like that guy that, like, thinks he's still a rapper 15 years later after high school. <laughs> you know? And, like, I don't want to be that guy. But then... But then you realize that, like, Ralphie May didn't get his break till he was 31. Exactly. You know? And Ralphie May is somebody I greatly looked up to. And a lot of people have told me, even on my TikToks and audios, videos, everywhere else, they're like, oh, my man, you remind me of Ralphie May. And that that just, like, hits That's, home, man. That yeah. guy, he's he was a big inspiration, the kind of comedy I like to do, and just me in general. He'd say shit, and I'd be like, bro, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. All right, we got to take a quick little sponsorship break. So we're going to play this ad, and we're going to come right back to that interview. Don't go anywhere. Winter and colder weather is about to hit most of us. And I don't know about you, but that means more game nights. One of the newest and most fun games on the market right now is a card game called Knock Knock. Unlike your typical Knock Knock, this is no joke. What is Knock Knock? Well, it's a fast-paced competitive game for friends and future enemies. You need to act fast to get cards out of your hand. Fool your opponents and defend against other players, but pay attention. Miss a slap, speak when muted, or fail to copy your opponent, and you will add more cards to your hand. Be the first player to get rid of all of the cards, and you will be named the winner. Head on over to trinitycraft.com and get yours today. What's the weirdest thing that you think you had happen to you because of TikTok? Ooh, because of TikTok? I don't think I've had any weird ones yet. Um, Lucky because you. Because of TikTok. Believe it or not, yeah, I mean, I get the, you know, the random, all the Snapchat. Everybody knows my Snapchat's very active. I've got 16, 1,700 people on there, and it's, it's a, just a clusterfuck of shit. Um, <laughs> the weirdest one was actually, our funniest one, actually back on Vine. It was when I was with my ex-wife. We had just gotten together, and she had a picture of me and her on her phone, you know. Mm-hmm. And she was at work, and one of the guys um, came in and was like, looked at her phone and was like, wait a minute, are you fucking rebel? <laughs> she was like, yes. <laughs> kind of turned her phone upside down. <laughs> um, and so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, TikTok hasn't, I mean, I haven't had anything anything strange come up. I mean, you get the... I haven't had a stalker yet, which is kind of offensive. I'm like, shit, I mean, am I not cool enough for a stalker? Like, Jesus You're definitely Christ. stalker worthy, I feel. Oh, yeah, that's I'm, what I think, man. I but, think uh, I deserve a fucking stalker. <laughs> just, be, just because we're saying that doesn't, we're not inviting stalkers into his life. We're just saying that. It depends. You, if you're a stalker that just wants to buy me things and tell me I look good, then I welcome it wholeheartedly. Just like, Then, yes, like, we would like several stalkers into his yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm down for that kind of stuff. Just don't like <laughs> steal my underwear or nothing. Okay, like that's that's weird, and you don't want those anyway. You know, none of that weird stuff. Don't come take locks of my hair. Just buy me things and tell me. I mean, I'm that's good. a whole different selling <laughs> underwear, and shit like that. Yeah. I, I, I had a girl tell me once. She's like, "Man, times are tough," and I found this website, and like I thought she was fucking with me. It turns out there really is websites where dudes buy like used women's underwear. Oh yeah, 
What a that's, world we that's live. That's a total market, bro. Yeah, guys are all into like getting used like gym panties, like her spanks, and like getting them shipped to them and sniffing them. Feet. What, I'm what, just what, waiting what, on. I'm waiting on a rich dude to tell me he wants pictures of my feet. Like that's what I'm. That's my big. Oh, I, that I'm waiting for. I'd be like, how many you want? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure do, man. You want what? You want no no pants on? Okay, man, that's cool. You know, hike them up a little bit. Whatever <laughs> you need. <laughs> uh earlier you mentioned the video for 10k you know and you tell the story about the dog and stuff like that do you think that's the moment you kind of went viral do you remember the video where it, um it- i think that was when it started going viral i think that moment right around then was kind of when the following started um yep. i used to um i started doing lives i didn't do lives forever that was actually my first live was when i went live to tell that story at 10k Nice. So I did that, and then we kind of spiraled off just talking about anything and everything, you know. Um, yep. And you know me, it's always going to go sexual. It's always going to be like, why don't you eat your girl's pussy, you know, because that's just <laughs> how I am as a person. Because <laughs> I need to know these things. Like, that's why your beard is so huge, because, you know, you, you, you moisturize it very well. Facts, my man. Facts. <laughs> and um, it was right around then, and then I did a live... And, like, again, I was just hanging out. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do on a live? And just hanging out. And then somebody branded it. It was uh, old Reed, old farm shenanigans. He branded it church. He yep. was like, man, this is the best church I've ever been to. <laughs> it kind of kicked off his church. And then I started doing it every week. And then that right around right around that time, yeah, is when it started kicking off. And then, uh, of course, the damn Texas Roadhouse video. That one's still all over the place. That oh, was probably... Yeah. That's probably my biggest one. I, I'm pretty sure I will get Texas Roadhouse memes for the rest of my life. Oh, probably. And yeah. uh, and wasn't there, wasn't there a video of like your mom on a chair? Yeah, that was actually that was actually back in Vine. That oh, was that back, was one of the Vine days. Yeah, that was uh, 2013. That was like the big one I had on Vine. It, man, it was on Vine, Facebook, Instagram, iFunny. That video was everywhere. It was my mom fell over in the recliner and she's like screaming for me to come help her. And apparently everybody thought it was fucking hilarious. My mom was like, Ooh, good. If we get, if it gets big enough, I can go on Ellen. I'm like, mom, Ellen doesn't want to talk to you because you fell over in the recliner. (laughs) Hey, you know, you never know. You, you get up there, you keep getting this train going. Maybe, maybe Ellen makes the call. Yeah. You know, she does. Ellen, look, my mom just really wants to meet you. Okay. My mom just wants to say hi. What got you drinking PBR? What's up with the PBR? I like the PBR. And I knew this was going to come up, okay? I, I was figured thinking you about did. this before I picked up, the, before I got on this call. I was like, <laughs> he's going to ask why PBR. Um, actually, when I was, oh, God, bachelor days, man, I was 21, 22, then with a couple buddies of mine in an apartment. Back, you know, those days where it's like, are we keeping the water on or the electric on, bro? Guys, what oh, are we doing? Oh, yeah. Here? You know, let's, let's eat this. We got to eat this ramen somehow. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> the liquor store by our apartment, had 30 cases of PBR for like 16.99 at the time. Oh, those were the days when it was and, right. And this was back when cuz Oklahoma just recently in the last year got up to date liquor laws. So like now, you know, we can buy wine and shit like that in Walmart and 7-Eleven and all that stuff. Nice. Before then, you couldn't get 6-point beer anywhere but a liquor store and they couldn't serve it cold. And so I'd go get a 30 rack of PBR and it was 6-point and it was thir- you know, 16.99. So we were drinking the shit out of it, and it just kind of stuck ever since then. And plus, you know, South Park did that episode, like, I'm white trash and I'm in trouble, and they all drink the jar, and I was like, well, this yeah. is just glorious. And then somebody tried to tell me, like, it's a hipster beer, and I'm like, no, it's white trash. Shut it's up. white trash, but then okay. it turned hipster, like all this other Yeah, <laughs> it turned hipster. 
and then they jack the price. Yeah, now I mean it's still not bad, man. At the bars I go to, um, one of these little dive bars I go to, it's still like two bucks a can. So I mean, when I go out to the bar, I'll still drink the hell out of it. At least where we are, it's you know seventeen ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine, thirty pack because of all this popularity. But like you said, you go to dive bars. I go to a lot of punk bars, and it's like sixteen ounce PBRs, two bucks. Yeah, that's You're the glorious thing about it. It's really good when you can find the places with the 16 ounces for like two, two fifty, and you're like, oh, bro, I'm gonna get fucked up tonight. Like, we're yep. getting lit. But yeah, that's honestly it. And a lot of people are like, why, man? That's really it. It was dirt cheap whenever we were drinking a lot because that's all we did was party, you know? And oh, so we yeah. started drinking a shitload of PBR and it kind of just stuck. I was like, you know what? This is actually pretty damn good beer. Yeah, I'm a fan still. Yeah, you know, people are like, it's such a shitty... You got those beer snobs, which... Uh, I'm like, you know what? Beer is for my people, okay? It is for people that want to get really drunk for cheap, okay? Exactly. That's what beer is for, okay? You want to be a, an alcohol snob? Go drink wine. Go pay $10 for a six-pack of it, okay? That, no. that defeats the purpose, all right? Yeah. I can get a I can get a six-pack of PBR Tall Boys for $4.99, okay? That's glorious to me. Perfect. All right. Yeah, you can't beat it, man. You can't. Just like a sore pecker, can't beat it. That's right, man. You can't. You can try, but it won't yeah. work. So I gotta ask, and you, don't be a Becky. Where'd it come from? Was it? A, was it something that was always around? Was it something that kind of came to a TikTok? Came to a TikTok. Um, literally, Becky was a random name. Um, it kind of just worked. It's kind of <laughs> like that basic name you can kind of go to. Um, and I made a video. Um, in regards to like, you know, why oral sex is important in a relationship, you know, most of us know that. Um, and I was like, you know, it kind of, it shows your partner, you care about their pleasure and yada, yada. And, and then I was like, but you always have that one girl that's like, I don't suck dick. It's gross. And I was like, well, you're a selfish fucking bitch, Becky. (laughs) And then somebody in the comments was like, yeah, don't be a Becky. And then it kind of spiraled off from there. And now it's basically just anybody who's really lame in bed. They're just referred to as a Becky. I started telling people. <laughs> I've, show, I've shown some some buddies that I work with in this. They're all, of course, you get those people like, dude, you're on TikTok. That's for fucking kids. My daughter's on it. My daughter's friends on it. I'm like, well, they're probably going to fucking see me. And they're going to see some of my friends. They're not going to like it. Maybe <laughs> filter that. The funny part is, is it even says, like, if you're under 18, you need parental consent to be on this app. So like, exactly. it's not an app for kids. That's what like, I said. <laughs> says I said, it on there. So my one buddy was like, yeah, she's on there and this and that. And I think she, I forgot how old she is. She's under 16. And I was like, cool. So you signed off on it. You went through there. What's next? You're going to have your, your let your kids start watching porn and shit and be OK with it. Yeah, basically, that's what it comes down to is it's not it's not a matter of, oh, this is a kid's app. It's not a matter of it's a matter of you're a lazy fucking parent and you don't want to like screen what the fuck your kid does. You exactly. want to be like, well, this shouldn't be on there. Why? Adults can't have a creative outlet, too. Like we can't do comedy and we can't do i mean it's like back on vine and this comes back to me kind of you know wanting to do this you know trying to get to where i'm doing comedy for real and this is what i'm trying to do uh, this is where people do this shit now luke combs came off of vine yeah luke combs is where he is today because he was doing six second covers of country music on vine yep. all the time and everybody loved him charlie classic everybody knows charlie classic okay he's the king of the scumbags okay um Everybody knows Charlie Classic, Chelsea Lynn, and the Trailer Trash Tammy. All that shit came from Vine. King Batch. All there's a bunch of people that all grew up from these kind of apps. So social media, like it or not, is where people get discovered nowadays. Exactly. You aren't kidding. And you have so many more eyes on it. You have you have a huge, right. You have a worldwide crowd instead of you know a small market at a at just your local bar and comedy night. Right. Like I'm trying to get discovered on the app. 
that has fucking Post Malone and Snoop Dogg. And now, you know what? Bob Saget's on there, too, okay? So you know the shit's legit. You, I don't want to hear anybody's shit. Yep. Yeah, I don't want to hear anybody's shit. But how it's for kids, it's not for kids. It is for adults. But if you are going to allow your kids to be on the internet, you got to understand they're going to see some shit you may not want them to see. So, you know, maybe don't let them on things that might have that. You exactly. know, kind of thing. So you're all about the troops. I you mean, know, every, I am, everybody I'm, loves. I'm very. I, I try to be, man. I, you know, I try to. I got a, a lot of friends, military. You know, I feel like I feel like you have to be. You know, I don't. I don't have to agree with the government to support the troops. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the same mentality. So I notice, in you have a little something going on on Snapchat for the troops and shit. There's something I you want do. to talk about? I do. Is that, something, is that like a I little hidden a... gem you don't want to release out there? No, that... I'm all about releasing it. I love it, man. I do uh, every Sunday on my Snapchat. I do uh, nudes for vet fucking awesome and yeah and the way it works is uh i forget how it came about i think i just randomly picked up you know some guy was like down in the dump like, man i need some titties in my inbox and i was like hey dude's a vet blah 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 and it kind of kicked off and now every sunday like i have whoever's on there hit me up you know and if you if anybody wants to take part rebel scum 405 r-e-b-e-l-s-c-u-m 405 is my snapchat Add me on there, and every Sunday, um, you know, I'll announce it, or somebody usually at this point, they just hit me up. Hey, man, can I get on News for Vets? Like, sure can. Post Absolutely. a picture, post a picture in uniform, typically, ask them how long they've been in, all that good stuff. And I just post it, and I've heard, and then I kind of let the girls on my Snapchat, you know, they can decide, hey, if I want to show them my tits or whatever else they want to show them. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not in control of that. I just, nope. you know, I just plant the seed, okay? <laughs> <clears throat> but I love yeah. it, man. It's and it's it kind of started as like a joke, but it turned out pretty good. I actually just started, um, and I actually forgot to do it this week because it's still new. I started uh, nudes for first responders now too. Hell so, yeah! So uh, you know, on Wednesdays I got my you know uh, IMSA and firefighter and police and everything like that. And I've even got girls trying to get dick pics now. They're like, "Can we have a dick pic day where like you post us and we get dick pics?" I'm like, "I guess." I thought y'all didn't like that shit, but sure can. <laughs> I'll do it, but the, but the first motherfucker that sends me one, yeah. So I guess dick pics for dames is coming up soon. Oh, I don't know what we're going to call it. it yet, just, you know? well, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> if, if you guys are military, if you guys are anything, hit them up with the Snapchat one more time. Uh, Rebel Scum 405. R-E-V-E-L-S-C-U-M 405. Fucking awesome. Hit them up, guys. And again, thank you for your service. Hopefully we'll get some nudes and whatever else you guys want for it. Yeah, and that's like kind of what I said. That's kind of how it just started. I was like, you know what? Who doesn't want to see titties? Exactly. Okay, and you know what? Like it or not, they may not always want to believe it. Sometimes girls like knowing you appreciate pictures of their titties. So they're like, it's, hey, I'm going to show this guy pictures of my titties. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's a win-win, really. It really is, man. You know, <laughs> titties and titties and freedom. I mean, you can't beat it. Nothing, can't nothing beat it. says freedom like a good pair of tits. You aren't kidding. <laughs> Talked about how you got the merch. You got the line going. It's starting. It's going to expand. And where can people go and buy the merch? Ooh-wee, man. It's a really long URL. Let me find it real quick because it is not short, okay? I haven't it's, even it, had you don't have to. Well, so what we'll do, if you want to <clears> send that to me, send it to me in Snapchat or whatever. I and sure I will. will. Post, yeah, yeah. I'll post. Guys, I'll post the link on beardlaws.com slash podcast. So if you go to that page, I do a recap of every episode, links, news, um, sources, and everything. I'm going to put the link to his merchandise right on my website. So. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, I actually when it came to doing the merch thing, I didn't want to be that guy that was selling shirts for 25, 30 bucks a piece because I'm like, man, I'm not trying to be rich. OK, no. it's not my goal. I'm honestly just let me live comfortably. OK, let me have beer in the fridge <laughs> and play get, video games when I want to get you know that what I mean? in the fridge so I can. Talk. Yeah, that's it. And I and. <laughs> 
And so I looked really hard because you got Teespring and all these sites where like you can sell them, you know, your your emblem or your idea. Yeah, and basically that. they give you a cut. But from my understanding, you lose your creative, uh, you whatever, whatever anything you create, you basically are selling it to them. So it's theirs now. I don't want to go that route. I also didn't want to go the route of $25, $30 shirts. I'm like, man, I'm not, I don't, I'm not that guy. Like I'm not, I'm not going to expect people to come pay. Like that's a lot of money. We're poor. Yep. Okay. Um, and so my shirts are actually 15 bucks each. I think bigger sizes, like anything over a two X is like 18, yeah, 17 or 18. Yeah, it's always going to go up a couple bucks. Yeah. Um, and I've only got three out right now. Kind of starting. Um, I got a guy here. Um, I uh, met actually a good buddy of mine. He's been on Ink Master. He's my tattoo artist and a friend of mine for going on 10 years now, uh, Frank Reddy, um, here in Oklahoma City. I was talking to him about all this stuff going on and my comedy, and I'm trying to do it. And he's like, fuck yeah, dude, you need to do this shit. And I was, he's like, here, you know what? I got my merch guy. Like, I'll hook you up with him. He's the one who does all my stuff. And so I literally, bro, this is like what he does for a living. Like, this is like his little, his hustle. Yep. And all I do is like put this, this, and this on there. He sets it all up. I don't got to touch nothing. Perfect. I literally just give him ideas and then he cuts me a check, you know, after so many shirts get sold or whatever it is. And I got him, I got him at a good price, which is really what I want. I had a buddy just order one. Um, the one of the $15 ones. He said it was under 20 bucks with shipping and everything. It was like 19 something. Perfect. To get shipped down to Texas. So. Um, awesome. I loved it, man. Yeah, and that's what I wanted, man. I, I was like, man, I'm not about to be. I see these people on TikTok. They're like thirty dollars shirts with their face on it, and I'm like, man, come on now. Fuck that. Well, it's because <laughs> it's because they did it the shitty half-ass way, so they have to go through, and it's going to cost them twenty-four bucks. They're going to make like three bucks off a deal. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm a, I'm actually making a pretty good cut off of these the way he does it, because like I said, yep. he does it all himself, and so it sounds out like really good. yeah, it sounds like he does it the same exact way with me. I set up, you know what I mean, through Beard Laws. It's the right. same similar concept. I I don't touch anything. It's drop shipping. Done. Right. And costs are low. That's why most of my shirts are 15, two-sided, 20. It's it's win-win. Yeah, and it works out. And, like, I didn't, like, I'm not down with let's release something that, you know, I don't need 15 bucks a shirt. I don't need 10 bucks a shirt. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I do this for, like, for, the, for y'all, you know, for people that exactly. enjoy my content and people that enjoy what I do. However many there is, I think most people lie to me. Um, but, <laughs> um, but and that's why I do it. And so I was like, you know what? All right, cool. I'm gonna do some merch. I'm gonna put some shirts out. So obviously, you know, we got the "Don't Be a Becky." That one I felt like had to happen. Um, we got the "Here for It." I don't. I don't even know where I originally heard "Here for It." I kind of just said it in some videos one time, and now it's. <laughs> It's fucking everywhere. Everybody's like, "Yeah, I'm fucking here for it," and I'm like, "Well, cool. We're all here for it now." Yeah. Um, and. Um, I got the chip life, the hashtag chip life, because that was another joke I did um, about being a side piece. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> like I'm not your sandwich, but I'll be your chips kind of thing, you know. And uh, people love that one, too. So I was like, well, I guess we've got to do that one. And, All right. Uh, you know you need it. You know you need like some kind of church one now, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to I got to get back doing church, man. I haven't done church in like a month and a half. I kind of like I said, I got preoccupied with life. I've been kind of getting myself back in the swing. So. I'm definitely going to get back to doing church here soon because um, I love doing it, man. I really do. It's just an excuse for me to go talk to people and, and oh, yeah. you know, drink some beer and smoke some cigarettes and just kind of talk about eating ass and pussy or just life in general. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's good what therapy. people enjoy. It is good therapy. I've had people message me like, bro, you had me crying last night. I'm like, man, I wasn't <laughs> supposed to be that serious. But what I love about it is <clears throat> is that it does go from we'll start talking about, like, fucking – <laughs> and eating ass or eating pussy you're like what do i do if this guy won't do this you leave him that's what you do honey don't put up with that shit and then we'll go into like 
you know, some like wholehearted shit, you know, like where you're actually talking about, you know, self-appreciation and, and things like that. And I feel like one thing I enjoy about when I do, whenever I do my lives, whenever we do what we call church, um, and I'll have 150, 200 people in there sometimes. And one thing I love about comedy in general is it kind of brings people together, people that like may not come together on, you know, other things. And it's just kind of funny to me how you'll be in there. We're all talking about the same shit. Like we're all talking about like, hell yeah, you know, yeah, sometimes you got to do that. Or sometimes you got to do this or eat that pussy good. You know, like we're all in there just agreeing with shit. Nobody's worried about what they don't agree with. Nobody's worried about politics. Nobody. And that's why I try to keep my political leanings out of my comedy because I'm, I'm very sin. Like I'm, I'm a libertarian. So I'm just like, fuck both of you. Freedom. Leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty much how I feel. Yeah. So, but I try to keep it out of it because I don't want anything to, you know, go that political route. Um, like the old bar rule: you don't talk politics, you don't talk religion at the bar because it's right. Yeah, stops. that's you just you leave it alone, you know. I'm and, a- and I try to keep it that way. And and but I, I love seeing you know the people come together, people that you may notice may not agree with a bunch of different things. You're like these people probably wouldn't get along if they weren't sitting in here, you know. Everybody's congregating at the at church, and it still kills me that we call it church. I was like, "We're really calling this church?" And Reed was like, "Yeah, we're calling it church." I was like, okay. "I fucking I love it. I've been in a few. I have a good time there, so does everybody else." And like you said, it's it's a great, positive, perverted, awesome time. Yeah, like, and that's there's no other way to explain it. Get on TikTok. It's guys. really not, Follow man. Them. It's it's literally we'll go from you know some self love. We've had some we've had some some churches where we get deep, like we talk about some real shit, and we'll have people in there just getting in their feelings. And then we have ones where it's literally us just talking nasty shit the whole for like two hours, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and that's what I love about it, man. And, and that's, that's what I'm, that's what I like to do, man. That's what I'm trying to do. And, and it's kind of, it's funny. People always ask me like, well, where do you come up with this shit? Like, where do you come up with this? And I'm like, man, literally most of the shit I say is something everybody else has thought before, but they're like, well, I don't want to say that out loud, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I'm just like, fuck that. I'm going to say it out loud. Okay. <laughs> yep. Like, uh, I had the joke one time where I was talking about, like, you know, when you get with that girl, you think you're going to put it down and she breaks you off in, like, 48 seconds and you kind of just sit there and, like, well, shit. Like, that's happened to all of us. But, like, guys don't want to admit that shit out loud. That's, you know, some girl made us come in 48 seconds, but it happens. It does. It happens. But, but nobody nobody wants to come out and say it. So, when you know, I'll be that guy. I'll come out and then everybody's like, yeah, that happens. You know? <laughs> like, and then you're laughing about it because you realize it's happened to a bunch of people. And you're not, you know, you're not two pump jump over here. Like it happens sometimes. That shit happens. We're all human. <laughs> yeah, that's happen. all it is, man. You know, sometimes it's just that good. But you got to tell her your pussy's good. Leave me alone, God. You you're just that over. good. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. Why don't you give me a couple minutes? We'll recover and we'll. Uh, we'll <laughs> give me thirty. It's a power eight. Yeah. <laughs> so on TikTok. You know, I do the beard laws, but I also do the would you rather's questions of the day, shit like that. Right. So on TikTok, you don't always have to answer nobody else. But now that you're on the podcast, I get to ask you them up with an answer. Oh, goody. All right. So the first Excited. one I'm going to ask you, would you rather <clears throat> fuck a goat and nobody knows or not fuck a goat, but everyone thinks you fuck that goat? I'd rather not fuck a goat and everybody think I fucked a goat. Funny story. Okay, listen. Once upon a time, listen, don't ask me, okay? Everybody's nope. like, where do you come up with this? This is my life, okay? One, when back in high school, I got an um, uh, blow-up doll that was a sheep um, as, a, as a gag gift one time. Funny you asked me that question. That was a gag gift one time. 
And, you know, we all, we blew it up, obviously. And it had, like, a little sheep pussy in the back. You just put some lube in that mud. I was like, people would fuck this? Like, and it's clear, it was literally just a gag game. Like, that's the whole point of it. And we were all partying one night, and we got drunk, burnt cigarette, Mark's in it or something, and the, and the sheep popped. And <laughs> so my buddy likes to go around telling people that it popped because I was fucking it. So uh... he likes to tell everybody that I was fucking the blow-up doll sheep. And I'm like, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it. But, but you're never, so, you, how are you going to convince him at that point? Yeah, you're like, fuck it. All right, I fucked a sheep. Whatever. I'm a playable sheep. <laughs> I'm the sheep fucker. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he fucked a sheep one time. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> First of all, it was inflatable. And second of all, no, I did not. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you there. I'm, uh, I, I, I can't live with myself knowing that I fucked a goat. Even if everybody wants to think that, fuck them. That's I, I, basically it. I mean, like, think about like all the things people have thought you did that you didn't do and you kind of just live with it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, do I really, like, I'd rather do that than like develop a huge drinking problem because I fucked a goat. Exactly. Because I feel you're... like that's the only way that goes. And part of it's going to yeah. be like, every time you go to fuck a chick, you're going to be like, oh, my dick was in that goat. Do I right. Tell her? You know, no, that, no, do you, I? Uh... You know, Halloween's coming up. You see pictures of Bopplemit and Popwood. You know, it's just not good. <laughs> it's not Like, good. nobody needs that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's another fucked up one for you. Would you rather sit down with your parents and watch every sexual encounter that you've had or watch no. your parents' sex tape? Of the the night, day, or afternoon that you were conceived, both my parents can't just pick. Like both of them have to be there. Uh, I mean, if you want to just pick one, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I watch them all with my dad. I'm not worried about my dad knowing how many asses I've eaten. My yeah. mom does not need to know that. Okay? Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's true. That's true. I mean, the dad's eventually going to fist pump and be like, Are "Yeah, my dad's going to watch this for right. this many hours." Right, you have like, to watch them all. But it's got to be it's got to be so much better than watching the night you were conceived one time. Yeah, I don't want to watch that because I'm no. pretty sure they were both just drunk. So, like, you know, and it was it was the 80s. Like, I don't want to see the hair. and the, It's, it's going to be a bad time. Okay, porn yeah. wasn't good in the 80s. Okay, I don't want to watch yep. that shit. We'll, we'll, let, <laughs> we'll let that one go on that note. Yeah. So speaking of your dad, here's a, a fucked up would you rather. Would you rather walk in and see your dad having sex with a dog or a dog having sex with your dad? I guess if I had to pick, I'd rather walk in and see my dad having sex with a dog. At least you know he's the dominant animal, right? Right, yeah. At least you know. At least you're not the bitch. You know. Like, yeah. At least you're the one putting it down. I don't know. I, I I feel like if you're putting in that much work to get fucked in your ass, then you know that's that's some secret shit, and I really don't want to go through that with you. Okay, it'd be much easier to just get on a dating app or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, Dad. At this point, come here. I, let me show you what Tinder is. Yeah. Here, Dad. Look. You can just put interested in men, and they'll fuck you in the ass for you. You don't gotta put butthole. You don't gotta put peanut butter on your butthole to get the dog to go after it. Okay. Would you rather shit your pants every time you orgasm, or get a boner every time you see a dude? Woo. Yeah, that's a tough one. I'm gonna have to go with boner every time I see a dude because I mean. Wow. There's like always chicks around, you know, so it's like, oh, I'm looking at her. You know, you can play that off. Like you can, True. you can, you can make if, that slide. Yeah. What if you're at home watching a football game and you're just hired the entire game? That's fine. You know, jerk <laughs> off in between quarters. Like shit. Like it happens, you know, if you tell me you've never jerked off in the middle of a football game, you're lying. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to admit that I have. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sometimes when you're, dude. sometimes when you're up 21 fucking nothing in the second half, in the first half, you're kind of like, you know what? This is fucking great. You know, and you just go, you just go aggressively just go rub it out. Yeah, you Absolutely. don't even need to open up Pornhub. You open up Pornhub and you're done before it gets, oh, well, shit, no, I didn't need that. <laughs> this question <laughs> is going to transition very nice into, into Ooh, the... Oh, I'm happy. What's the weirdest thing you've ever masturbated to? 
Okay, listen, before, listen, um, <laughs> listen, <laughs> Pornhub is a very dark and strange place, okay? Truth. Sometimes, and this is, I don't even remember if I masturbated to, I probably did, because, you know, when I want to come, I want to come, I really don't care what I'm looking at at a certain point. Yeah, we, um, all, get, we all get those weird moods sometimes. It's right, when it, you know, when it happens every day, like, it's the thing. Like, I just need, like, four seconds of titties bouncing. That's all I need at this point. <laughs> um, I was looking, it's not a secret. I like midget porn. Okay. I want to fuck a midget. Not a secret. If you're a midget, let's go. My girlfriend said she's down. Okay. Go. So you remember, yeah. you remember the Snapchat ladies? Midget. Yeah. Yeah. Girl midgets. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Um, my girlfriend says she's down. If she's, she's been made aware. Listen, if a midget wants to fuck us, you gotta be down. That's all I'm saying. I've been waiting my whole life to have a two and a half way, and I'm not going to miss it, okay? <laughs> um, you know, scrolling through the old, the old naked midget section, and uh, this guy, I don't really know. He had, like, a tie on, and he was smoking a cigar the whole time and, like, putting the cigar in her snatch and, like, pulling it out and putting it back in his mouth. Hmm. And I was just like, I don't understand. And then I came, you know, so, like, I didn't really spend too much time on it. Right. Even I've watched it three more times since then because I'm just interested. What's going on here? But it was definitely, it was one of those where you're like, how did I even get to this? Like, how did I even get here? Yeah. Like, what did I click on? Yeah, what link did I click on that brought me to cigars and vaginas? Yeah. I'm not signing up for this. Um, what a wonderful world we live in, though, right? I'm, I'm fucking telling you, man. Okay? It's different now. Like, every, like, like we were talking earlier about, you know, kids being on these apps and, like, there's no, you know, there's no innocence with kids anymore. Like, when we were kids, like, if I wanted to see titties, I had to go find somebody's Playboy somewhere, okay? And they were exactly. usually from, like, the 70s or the 80s, okay? And it was, like, or, you know, the late or early 90s. And I was like, ah, oh, they're just titties. Great. Now, you can just ask Siri what the fuck a tongue punch is, and it's going to show you. <laughs> yep. You know, it's going to pull it up. Google search that shit. Siri, what's an orgasm? <laughs> Here you go. And then you know everything. And it's it's just a guy sticking a cigar in a midget's pussy. That's awesome. That uh, it, I I guess yeah, that's what we're calling it. Yeah. <laughs> Still gets me when people are like, oh my god, I'm like, I'm just a guy. Like I'm so sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I I do, man. I do appreciate it, man. And I appreciate you helping out. I appreciate you having me on. Fucking and right. uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, we can kick this thing off in the direction I want it to go, and uh, I can just, you know. You know, write stupid jokes down for a living. It'd be great. <laughs> We're going to make it happen, man. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> Fucking love you, brother. We'll love All right, man. Soon. For sure. Love you, too. All right. Later, man. Have a good one, man. What an electric interview that was. I had such a great time. Rebel the scum, guys. Follow him on TikTok. Follow him on social media. You won't regret it. Then you can sit back and be like, this dude was on Beard Laws Podcast, episode six. And now look at him. He's famous. He's up there on the stage making a name for himself. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. You heard it here first. I mean, shit, if that country dude, Luke Combs, if he can make it on Vine years ago with six seconds singing his shit, there's no doubt in my mind that this guy's going to make it. Again, follow him. Link to his merchandise is on the website, beardlaws.com slash podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time with Sports with Logan. What's up, man? How's it going? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, buddy. People that didn't maybe get a chance to listen to all episode five, we had a little technical difficulties on Logan's side last time. I unfortunately had to do the year in my thoughts and a little bit of brief sports for him. We figured it out. Fan mail. If anybody wants to send him, he actually has his own email now. It's exciting news. Logan at beardlaws.com. It's official, like a referee with a whistle. So if any fans out there want to send him a message, have at it. I'm excited about that. I hope I get some weird, cool messages. <laughs> I, I cannot promise I will respond in a timely manner, considering the fact that I 
uh, I have trouble peeing and taking silhouette pictures while working a phone. So yeah, yeah, it was quite the process to get him to have the email, put the email on the phone, but we did it. Fucking teamwork. A podcast high five. What bam. So baseball, baseball. Uh, ALCS, NLCS are official now that the Astros and Garrett Cole pitch an absolute fucking gem. Tied Mucina, tied Mike Mucina for the second most K's in back-to-back starts in the postseason games with 25. Yeah, and set a major league record with, what is it, I believe 11 straight with 10 plus. Yeah. Including postseason 11 straight with 10 plus, is it 11 or 12? Yeah, that's crazy. 10 plus strikeouts in that many games. That's, uh, think about that. That's beyond what we would know as Verlander or Scherzer. That goes beyond Nolan Ryan. Yeah, it's unreal. Those guys, like that's that's insane. Yeah, and imagine and if him and a couple of these guys that are in Tampa Bay were still in a Pirates uniform. Hey, that'd be fucking cool. But <laughs> details, man, details. Think about that going into a, including two postseason games. You're dealing with uh, a postseason roster that's amped up and ready to hit. Like a very, very, very darn good. Raised team. Oh yeah, that can hit. Yeah, they're they're playing hot, but man, he shut them down twice. Twice, and now he's got the Yankees, who are no joke. No joke. And you know, I, I'm I'm saddened for the Rays. Good team, great great team. Last year they didn't make the playoffs with 90 wins. This year they had, I believe, what 96, 95, 96, and uh, they made the playoffs and made a good run, run into a buzzsaw like that. But in my standpoint, if you really don't like the Yankees, like I don't. Go ahead, people. Send your mail. That's uh, Logan at BeardLaws.com. If, uh, if I want the Yankees to lose, then I need the Astros to win on that one. I yep. think. I think not saying the Rays can't because the Rays clearly can beat the Yankees. Um, they might actually single hit them to death. But the power team is the one that needs to go up against the Yankee team right now. That's that's playing pretty pretty good. The pitching isn't as nearly as bad as it was two months ago. I hope you just jinxed them. I really do. Uh, But then again, they played the Twins. Not that the Twins are a terrible team, but let's be honest, they're probably the worst team in the playoffs. uh, Yeah. If you ask the Twins who their daddy is, they're just going to see reference Pedro Martinez. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's all there is to it. So ALCS, who do you see coming out of there going in the World Series? Six games, Astros. Yeah, I like that. With That's what Yankees, I'm hoping anyways. Having one With the Yankees having one major blowout where they beat the Astros probably by eight runs. Yeah, I'm going to say the Yankees come out, win game one. Astros win a couple. Yankees win one. Strohs finish them off. Hopefully in New York because yeah. I hate that goddamn song. I, right, right. I love this. I love, I love Sinatra and I love New York, New York. I just hate it when it's tied to the pinstripes. Exactly. NLCS, yeah. what do you got? That's, you know... I'm, my grandfather was a big Cardinals fan, oh, so yeah. I, my second team other than the Jays is the Cardinals. Not because I'm front-running, but because of my grandfather. No, because you have a thing for birds. I've, I got a thing for birds, apparently. I've always liked the Cardinals, <laughs> and Yadi Molina is, this is my favorite. My favorite, if I had to pick, if I was 10, if I had to pick a favorite player right now, it would be Yadi Molina, and has been for quite a while. Uh, <laughs> at least a guy not named Jose Bautista. Um, <laughs> so I got to go with the Cards. I think it's going to be very tough to get past the Nationals. The Nationals' big test was to win the first series, and they won the first series over the best team in the na- in the National League over the Dodgers. Yep. They're going to be flying pretty high. Oh, yeah. The, Car- the Cardinals come back versus the Braves, pretty good. I don't know if they're pitching because they, they won't start with Flaherty. No. And uh, the Dodgers can start with probably Ryu, Cardinals with Wainwright, and he may or may not be really good Wainwright. 
I'm going to say I want the Cardinals to win. If the Cardinals win, it's going to be in seven, but the Nationals will probably win in five. Wow. See, I want the Nationals to win, but I have to go with I got I think the Cards are a better team right here. It's just one it's one of those weird things. National League, one two team gone. AL, one two team in it. Yeah. No. If the Cardinals put it this way, if the Cardinals play uh, what they call the Cardinal way, which is much better defense than they've been playing, or like if they play a little bit more small ball and a little bit more what baseball purists would think of as the Cardinal way baseball, then they can beat the Nationals for sure. Yeah. Or if they put up 13 runs, they'll beat anybody. But yeah, that helps. And the one thing the Nationals did do is use up a ton of pitching in this series. So you're going to have a little bit of a layover off that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Go cards, man. That's what I'm saying. Go cards. Yeah, going to go. I'd love to see an Astros, Washington. The good thing is it's pretty much all East Coast, so we don't have to worry about late World Series games. I'll get to that later. I listen to MLB Network a lot. Cheap plug, but uh, on the radio, no. That's what I do. They made a point today. can't remember who said it. I apologize for trying to, not trying to steal it, but not referencing. Someone asked if maybe Dave Roberts pitched Kershaw because the upper management tells him to or whatever. I feel bad for the managers who have to deal with that analytic type in a game situation. I understand preparedness and, you know, going into a series saying, okay, we're playing Baltimore or we're playing even the Rays or a good team. Like there's analytics to it. Like, there, It is what it is, right? There's, there's no getting around it. But if, if let's say someone like Dave Roberts or any manager is making a call in the seventh inning or beyond of any game, especially if you're, if you're a team that's contending, you know, but like going to the playoffs, come the fifth inning, those analytics can suck it. Like hundred percent. You, you cannot go with, well, he faces right-handed batters with an open stance on Tuesdays after six o'clock. Their BAPIP is what, <laughs> shut up. You know, a good manager knows a hot hand. He knows his team. A good manager knows the opposition just by looking at him. You know, like I worry that like they've they've made a lot of points about not not just Kershaw, and I feel awful for Kershaw because he's great, but he's like Maddox, not great in the postseason. But like you'd hate to think that a manager is forced to stick with the game plan just because that's the game plan and it's set set in stone. Now going back, of course, you'd think the upper management well, you could have changed that, but you know, I think deep down that they couldn't have that they if they changed it and things went wrong, then they'd say you should have stuck with our plan. Then he's fired. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's, it's like it's like a like a micromanaging from the top upper echelons of the general manager and owner and the analytic team. But the moment the analytic team becomes more important on the field, I think you're gonna lose you're gonna lose a lot of baseball, a lot of good baseball and good baseball fans and players. And a lot of those teams that base it off the analytics, they get there, but they never get over that hump. And it's it's crazy to like you are the number one team in the National League. You got to that spot by playing the way you play. I play. You need your bullpen. You need your relievers. Guys that have been there all year that have battled for you. They bust their ass all off season during the season, and then you go with that stupid shit where let's throw Kershaw in. Right. Let your boys do what they do. You can't tell me in a game like that. You have only if you only have two relievers out of the probably twelve or thirteen they have on the roster. You only yeah. have two relievers that you're going to use in a deciding game five. You use Kershaw and then Joe Kelly. Kelly's can be really good, can be really bad, but there is definitely something to be said for someone who for a reliever who either finishes out an inning or sits an inning while your team bats and then goes back out. 
Relievers yeah. aren't built like that anymore. Nope. They're, they're like, a, I guess you'd say like a cage bull in a, in a rodeo. You send him out once. You don't send him back out again until you tie his balls up again. Like Exactly. You, you can't you can't let him just run around and hang out with the clowns and then like expect him just to start jumping again. They're, Kershaw's they're just, balls were not banded properly. Out. Like, yeah, if you're going to send out Kershaw, grab his balls first. Piss him yeah. off. Grab like Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly can be really good in, in quick spurts. But you go from Joe Kelly to Kenley Jansen in the 10th? Come on. Yeah, not a good Jansen, move. But they, you have other options in the in your bullpen. You you won, what, 106 games? Uh, pretty sure to do that in big in any big game, you use more than two relievers. Agree. That's just, like, come on. Yes, is Kershaw one of your betters? Absolutely. You, if you want to send him out there to get one out, have at it. I still don't even like that. No, I'm not a fan. But, and, you know, of course, all the papers and the TVs, oh, Kershaw owned up to it. Well, yeah, he did because he's a fucking man. Kershaw is a man among boys when it comes yep. to baseball. He pitched, he's, he's been around so long. He doesn't throw 97 anymore. Like, he's not, that's not reliever material. No. No, that, it's, uh... that might be get one out material. And yes, he gave up two. Like, you, you got a little bit of a cushion, but he come in and it's unfortunate. But he it's he shouldn't have been the guy in that situation. Agree. And then, of course, if it works, then, oh, we're geniuses and we're not even talking about it. But it didn't. If it works, then you're just like, Wow, geez, that was that was a good idea. But w- what confidence are you showing in Kenley Jansen and any other reliever on that? Yeah, me, why, why isn't my eight of thrown? Yeah, he threw the day before. Who gives a shit? He at least he at least comes out of the bullpen. The only time Kershaw ever comes out of the bullpen is in a playoff game to lose. Don't put him in bad situations. It makes me mad, I guess. Yeah, I was pretty pissed about it. Me and Greg were talking about it this morning on breakfast. It just don't. It doesn't make any sense. And so for that fact, Dave Roberts, come on, man, reach down, and give him a tug. Yeah, give your balls a tug. Yeah, that's what I said. Give your balls a tug, to quote our good friends at Letter Kenny. The Atlanta Braves, I feel bad for. I'm rooting for the Cardinals all the way. Love me some Josh Donaldson. Like Brian Snicker, like the Atlanta Braves organization. They they're gonna be around for a long time. But thirteen to one is not a way to go out. Ten nothing in what the first? Whoo. That's that's bad. Fulton, yeah. Fulton Evans didn't have it. Is no. what it is. There's I mean the, like there's not a whole lot you can say about that other than it for the fans of Atlanta and the organization, that's that might be a step back going to start next year, just because that is a kicking the dickhead right there and you know what the best part was tbs was like very funny <laughs> it's just it's unfortunate that that happened even even eight to three isn't as bad as being down 10 nothing and like the game was over being a fan you spend all that money you're right. in the game five and it's right. 10 nothing in the first like and you're I like went, fuck how many 12 dollar beers can i really drink right now right i went to that i went to those jays playoffs games in 15 and 16 like if that had happened i would have stayed but I would have been so effing miserable and drunk, I would have missed my train back. Yeah, I would have been. I would have been a homeless man in Toronto and may not have come home to my wife and kids ever. Yeah, it would have been it, unfortunate. It, it probably would have ended up on a forensic files thing. And we wouldn't uh, have had sports with Logan or you're in my thoughts. One last quick thing, Randy Arizarena, if you can say that name, I can't remember. The guy that t- that uh, put on the social media Mike Schultz uh, incentive laden comments after the Cardinals won. I didn't see it. All right. So, anyways, Mike Schilt, manager of the Cardinals. All right. So, like, he goes off and like it, it's they just won. They're in the they're in the clubhouse. He's going off like the Braves started this shit. We finished this shit. Fuck these guys. Like we fucking won. Like it, it it's nothing against the Braves. He's oh, just, he, yeah, he's just in the moment he, and he's just pumped. He's in the moment. He's trying to pump his team up. And this idiot kid freaking posted on social media after. Like that is the clubhouse is sacred. It used yeah. to be more as it is, but like when you have your team moments, I do that stuff with, with my varsity guys. Like 
when you're between the lines, like no one knows what, what goes on. We don't talk about that. You, you've been there with us. Like that, that's sacred stuff. And this dude put it on social media, took it off shortly after, I'm sure after he was, but everybody started. already probably already saw it, downloaded it. Oh yeah. If, as, long, as soon as ESPN knows you're done. Oh yeah. I mean, there's cameras and stuff in there, but not all the time. Not in those moments. Right. Right. Did he get fined? Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he might be released. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be interesting to see if he's on the roster for the next one. Well, keep an eye on that, and we'll report back episode seven. Right you are. All right. You're in my thoughts. You're in my thoughts, East Coast playoff baseball fans. I am not one to ever, ever, ever consider myself unlucky or throw the old woe is me thing, unless I'm at work. But that's different. East Coast baseball playoff fans or playoff baseball fans, however you want to say it, I feel bad for us because all year we are trained that the East Coast absolutely rules. We rule uh, Sunday night baseball. We rule day games. Like they have day games starting in Oakland sometimes at one or two o'clock. So though you know those poor assholes have to be at the ballpark at 11. They have to be at the ballpark at 9.30 to get their seats and beers. Like that's not fair because the East Coast time zone and the TV and all that stuff. But as soon as playoff baseball comes around, I can't start a game until at least 8.30. And considering the fact that most East Coast teams, uh, well, a lot of them usually end up in the playoffs, I have to completely change everything, including my routine with my children, so that I can avoid them and my wife while they all run around me screaming. She's cooking and cleaning, and I pick up in between innings. But during the game, I don't move from 8 till, I don't know, 11.30. Oh, by the way, then the other game starts. Yep. Last night, I laid down with uh, one of the kids and fell asleep. Nine o'clock. I woke up at 12 and was like, oh, good. I can catch some more game. I came downstairs for the first pitch of the 10th inning of last night's game. Wow. Good timing. Come on, man. That's one That's one long pee. Yeah. Have it start <laughs> at 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. That's 4 o'clock. Although, a West Coast game. You think the LA Dodgers want to play their their play a deciding game at four o'clock so what was us for the east coast because anytime a west coast team gets there they win because they at least get regular almost regular starting times for playoff baseball yeah but i still uh... bullshit much like a relief core don't change how you got there bud keep those games at four o'clock i'm all happy i'll i'll get out of work i've done it before i i once when the jays were playing against texas it was raining out and i was selling cars i went and just went and decided to move the lot the only cars I moved were cars with serious radio, and I disappeared from work for two and a half hours. I went inside to pee and to exchange some keys. My boss was like, where's Logan? And they were like, uh, he's outside moving cars. He goes, listen to the games? Yep. He goes, okay, just leave him alone. Leave him alone. He's being good. Leave him alone. He's being good. He's not <laughs> pissing off anybody. Good. If I was in L.A. all year long, I'd be pissed. Anytime you're on the Central or East Coast, I mean, those you got you to gotta be up at what? Uh, one o'clock game in Toronto uh, starts at ten. Yeah, that's, that's no way to watch a Saturday. Enjoy your Saturday baseball. No way. Yeah, if you're hungover though, and you start watching baseball, and like, well, I, can't, I gotta have a beer. Probably makes the day better. I suppose in Hollywood, everything runs uh, more in the nighttime. So maybe you just don't go to bed if you're a baseball fan. And like after the game at like one o'clock, you sleep till eight. You go out, bartend, work, whore, do whatever, and then uh, Uber. Uber. Until... Uber. Maybe that's how it works. Maybe they just. Maybe L.A. is just full of Draculas. I think so. Probably. We figured it out. I think I did. That's why it smells like garlic when there's a strong wind from the west. No doubt. It's everybody Um, trying to get rid of vampires. (laughs) Imagine just driving through the Redwoods. I've I've driven through the Redwoods in in, uh, California. It's the only California I've ever been to other than just... But anyways, imagine just driving through L.A. and be like... (laughs) 
Fucking smells like garlic. Fucking garlic. We heard it first on Beard Loss Podcast. Why it smells like garlic in California. Wicked dude. I appreciate it. All right, and that wraps up Sports with Logan and You're My Thoughts. And that's going to wrap up episode six. Special thanks to Rebel the Scum for stopping by for the interview. Had a great time. Just an amazing dude. Feel free to go to beardlaws.com slash podcast. Click the link. Get some of his merch. Follow him on social media. Speaking of following on social media, follow Beardlaws. We're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all sorts of good stuff. If you're a gamer, twitch.tv slash official beardlaws. We're on the Twitter, The Real Beardlaw. All the links and everything is on the website, beardlaws.com. Again, thank you guys for stopping by. Subscribe. Stay tuned. We've got another electric episode coming up. Episode 7. We are going to discuss the Thunderhawks. They're in the championship game in Indiana with a chance to go to the Nationals in Florida. We're going to bring back Brandon and also a special guest, Alex Smith. Again, thank you for stopping by, and as always, beard on.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.